Hello, and welcome to Orchid Story, a podcast for women who have experienced a big event in their lives that divided it into the before and after. I'm Rachel Nussbaum, and I'm here to help you find meaning and healing through personal narrative now that your life looks different than the one you expected. I'm sharing stories from real life. The details may be different from your story, but the connection is universal. Welcome to episode 10 of the Orchid Story podcast. I am talking about amplifying abundance this week. This is part two of a series on abundance. Last week I shared in episode nine a story that demonstrated switching from a scarcity mindset to an abundant one. And I'm expanding on that here today. I'm going to walk you through a couple of actual practices that you can try in your own life. I love to give you tips and strategies to try these things on your own, especially in a way that feels gentle and loving and not so in your face that we see and experience in a lot of other parts of our life. So my my goal for this podcast is that if you are showing up here every week and listening in, that I can actually provide you with some tips and tricks to apply in your own life so that you can be working on rewriting the story so that you are experiencing more purpose and more peace in your own life. I want to say that it is a practice. So in this story I wrote last week, I was talking about um, my son's experience last year with uh, going through open heart surgery and how I was viewing it and other kids that we've met along the way who may have a similar heart to my son Griffin but have had a completely different life experience in in relation to their heart condition and just grappling with that and trying to and actually it wasn't even so intentional but over the last year I found myself looking at this situation in a new way. And I want I want to say what I want to say about that is that it it's a practice. So I wrote that story, I don't know, 2 weeks ago now, and in that moment I was really feeling strongly that abundant mindset. Did I wake up the next day and like the clouds parted and the sun shined and the birds sang and Yay, I had stepped into this new abundance mindset that was just part of me now forever and ever. Amen? No. It's something I practice. I'm practicing every day right now. I have to make the mental shift again and again. Once you actually go through the practice of, for me, it's writing it. And I strongly, strongly believe in writing our stories. We see them so much clearer than when they live in our brain if we get them on the page. After you go through that practice of writing, it does get easier to shift into that new mindset or whatever belief it is that we're talking about. I mean, here I'm talking about abundance, but this could apply to any mindset shift that you are making around a limiting belief. After you have your initial realization For me, that usually comes through writing, and that's what I teach. 
it does get easier to shift into it. However, it is still a practice that we need to apply again and again to shift into that mindset and away from the old one because our brains just want to go to the negative. That's what our brains do. We have to retrain them to get to that new mindset. With the holidays approaching us, December right now, mid-December, it's the perfect time to think about abundance. Um, you know, the reason for the holidays, no matter if we're talking about Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever it is that you celebrate, or even not at this time of year with the solstice coming up, the intention behind most of these holidays is about light, miracles, abundance. The reality of December, though, often feels like depletion and lack. So I'm sure you, well, maybe you're not feeling some of this right now, but I know I am. We don't have time to get everything done. We don't have energy to buy all the gifts and bake all the cookies, attend all the gatherings. And maybe our financial resources are lacking and we feel stretched incredibly thin during this season. These are all of the reasons why this idea of cultivating an abundance mindset is so critical, especially at this time of year. And the great thing about this is that it's not necessarily about changing anything in your life, right? So you don't need to buy new clothes or get yourself a new job, find better behaved children, eat healthier, take your vitamins. Maybe those things come into play. But for me, this is really about subtle, gentle shifts in our thinking. And again, if you'd like an example of, well, what does that look like? Like, how do you change you're thinking about a situation without changing anything about the situation, go back to episode nine of the Orchid Story podcast and listen to the story I wrote because um, I have been thinking about an abundance mindset and I wrote this story specific to this concept. I like to give you ideas that you can actually try for yourself and I'm a pretty practical person as much as I love talking mindset and mindfulness. I really do love strategy. From my science background, I really believe in (laughs) taking action. So um, I'm starting to see how important it is to cultivate an abundance mindset if we want to rewrite our stories. And accessing our stories can be challenging for some of us. So I want to give you some ideas that will help you amplify abundance in your life. And while that's happening, I hope that some of those old stories will really start to shift for you. So let's get to it. What does it look like to amplify abundance? I believe that abundance is about giving and receiving. So I have four ideas for you that relate to giving and four ideas for receiving. I created a really beautiful uh, checklist for you. I would love to share it with you. It lays out each of these 
for giving and for receiving ideas in a checklist form so you can walk, print it, walk through it yourself on your own time and give yourself a check mark. what feels so good to do that. Um, and again, these are not things that take a ton of time. These are things that can be done pretty quickly. And again, I want you to think of this as a gentle way for you to amplify abundance in your life. So if you want the checklist, sign up for my newsletter. Uh, You can do that through the link in the podcast notes or just head over to orchidstory.com. Scroll to the end of the homepage and you'll see the spot there to sign up for my newsletter. If you already get my newsletter, check your inbox because you got the checklist in your email this week. Okay, here we go. Oh, and also sign up for my newsletter before the end of 2019 because I'll be on to bigger and better things in January 2020, right? Let's start with the giving side of things. And number one on the giving checklist is to honestly ask yourself if you are an over giver. So before I give you any strategies about giving to cultivate abundance in your life, I want you to get real with yourself. Do you give and give and give and have nothing left for yourself? Because if that's you, you get to totally skip the giving side of the checklist, okay? In fact, I want you to start thinking about how you can shift out of the overgiving mindset. What does over overgiving looks like? Look like, jeez, it looks like when someone says, "How are you?" You always say, "I'm busy. I have no time. I'm running around like crazy." Do you answer, how are you, in that way? Ask yourself if you are overgiving. Okay? And I really want you to be honest with yourself here about this. If you ask yourself the question, are you an overgiver, and say, no, I feel like I have more to give. Giving feels like freedom to me. Giving feels good. It feels pure. Okay, let's move on to number two then. The second strategy on the giving side is to give financially. So this is about donating to a nonprofit or some other agency whose mission you support. And I just did this with uh, Giving Tuesday the, after uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Now comes Giving Tuesday. For the first time ever, I gave through Orchid Story to two organizations that are very dear to my heart that I really love and want to support. The first was the Ethan Lindbergh Foundation. If you go to my Instagram, you can see um, the links to these different, um, the two nonprofits that I donated to. The first is the Ethan Lindbergh Foundation, which supports families dealing with congenital heart disease. And the second is um, an organization called This Is My Brave, which... Uh, the founder, Jen Marshall, I got to know her this year. She does um, create storytelling events where a group of people who have experience with mental illness 
tell their story on stage live to an audience. So both of these organizations are very aligned with Orchid Story. I believe in them wholeheartedly and I want anyone that works with me in Orchid Story to know where their money that they are giving to me might be going. What what am I supporting? What am I all about? So give financially. The next one, number three on the giving side of the checklist, is to give emotionally. What does this mean? Of course, maybe this means for our family members, our partners, our children. I would also consider moving beyond that. How can you give to someone who emotionally, who's struggling right now? Maybe you have a friend who's grieving. Could you call your friend? Could you text your friend? I'm thinking about you. I feel like this might be a hard time of year. I want you to know that I'm here for you and I love you. Something as simple as that can really affect people in our lives. Check on your strong friend, as they say. The person who seems to have everything together. Check on your elderly neighbor. Check on someone who you don't see every day, but who would really get a thrill from seeing your friendly face. So give emotionally is number three. And then number four on the giving side of the checklist is to give spiritually. This is something I've been coming into more this year, really asking myself how I can cultivate the spiritual part of myself and my life and how I can sort of grow that within myself. And I think one of the ways that we can do that is to offer up a request for help for the people that you love. Or if you if there's a mission that you support and you're not able to give financially, offer up spiritual support to that group of people. If you're really concerned about the immigration crisis in our country, if you are really concerned about gun violence in our country, offer your love and support up to those people in a spiritual way. It makes us feel bigger, lighter, and more free when we do this. And again, like I said, I'm really working on this one and I think I'll be talking about it more in the future. Okay, so let's run through those four on the giving side of the checklist. Number one, ask yourself if you are an overgiver and if you are, do not move on on the giving side of the checklist. Go over to receiving. Number two, give financially. Donate to a nonprofit whose mission you support. Number three, give emotionally. And number four, give spiritually. Okay, let's cross over to the receiving side. I think most women I know that are in the Orchid Story community it find it much easier to give than to receive. And if that's you, I really want you to focus on trying one or two or all four because, again, these aren't huge, time-consuming tips. These are things that you can do in two to, I don't know, ten minutes, okay? So the first one on the receiving side of the checklist is to say every day, I receive easily and with open arms, 
okay? Say that out loud every day. I receive easily and with open arms. So I've been saying this, a, a, a version of this, for the past, uh, let's say about two months. And I notice as people offer me help, how often I reject it. So that's just something I've really taken note of since I started saying that I receive easily and with open arms. When I notice that I'm rejecting help, like it could be my daughter, for example, she's the one that I've just picked up on the most in the last two months is she'll say, oh, I'll help you bring in your bags. Oh, no, I got it. I got it. I'll help you make dinner. Oh, no, I'll just do it. It's just easier for me to do it. I'll help you or I'll help Griffin with his homework. No, it's probably better if I do it. And I'm rejecting all of this offers of help. All, all these things I could be receiving, all these gifts. And from my daughter, and I'm rejecting them. So it's really open just saying, I receive easily and with open arms has allowed me to notice how often I reject help. Okay, so that is huge. I'm trying to be much more open to these offers, to receive them with open arms. Okay, number two on the receiving side is to sit in quiet for two minutes. Two minutes. You can do it. If you want a timer, well, you can just use the timer on your phone. You can also use the Insight Timer, which is a meditation app that is free. They have a simply a timer, a meditation timer you can use, which has like a chime that you can uh, utilize to help mark the start and finish of your two minutes. There's uh, so many options on there. There are also uh, guided meditations on the Insight Timer, and surely you can use those too. But what I'm asking you to do on this receiving checklist for amplifying abundance is to sit in quiet for two minutes. So try it without a guided meditation. Number three on the receiving side is to clear out clutter from one space. So this can feel super daunting. Um, Like every time I think about this, my first thought is about Marie Kondo and I've never gotten through her whole book. Um, But I don't mean to clear out your whole house. Like that is so overwhelming to think about. I mean, something as simple as taking one item from your closet, one sweater that doesn't fit you anymore or doesn't look good on you or that you bought in 1995 and getting rid of it, donating it, whatever it is. Remember I told you about my red jacket story a couple episodes ago? This is an example. Clear out clutter from one space. So it could be that you do a drawer, you clean out your car, or it could be you find one item in your house. Like me right now, I have this pink tent, like a kid's thing from Pottery Barn or Crate and Barrel that's probably seven years old that has not been hanging in my daughter's room for like four years that I meant to donate last month when I did my donations and I forgot to put it out with the rest of the donations. And so I scheduled another donation pickup simply 
to get rid of this one item, this pink tent that is sitting and taking up so much space in my guest room, which then guess what? That takes up so much space in your mind. So clearing out clutter, even again, start small. Just one item can help with this, with this idea of being able to receive by clearing out your space. Okay. And then number four on the receiving side is big surprise here. Rewrite your story. Write the story from the scarcity mindset. Get it all out. Like be honest with yourself about the emotions, the depletion, the lack that you're experiencing. Get it out on the page and just see what happens. Maybe nothing happens. Fine. Then go back through one, two, and three. Say, I receive easily and with open arms. Sit in quiet for two minutes. Clear out one thing of clutter. And just work on those practices for a week, two weeks. Go back to your story and see if things start to shift for you at all. How can you look at things differently in your story and choose the abundant thought? Okay, I love this checklist. A Who doesn't love a checklist? This one's so pretty and it's so, like I said, gentle and manageable. I know you have a million things going on right now at this time of year. This is a way for you to take couple of deep breaths and check something off the list that is just for you and is easy to digest. Thank you for being here. If you know a friend who needs to hear this, who really could use some amplification of abundance in their own life, please share it with her. And if you're curious about what what does it actually mean to rewrite your story? What is this sanctuary framework that I talk about taking women from pain to healing? And maybe you're interested in this idea of abundance, but just the idea of printing a checklist and walking through it yourself is just feels like too much. If you could really use a guide to help you get started with rewriting your story and shifting your mindset around these kinds of things, if you're looking for more peace, presence, and purpose in your life, why don't you book a consultation call with me? I am opening up a couple of slots starting in the new year to work one-on-one with women, and I would love to talk with you. So go over to Orchid Story click on book a free consultation call and let's get that set up. You can schedule it for January. Put it on your calendar for what you are going to do for yourself in the new year. Okay, that's all I have for you today, friends. I hope this was helpful. If you use the checklist, if you try these things, will you tell me about it so I know if it's working for you? Thanks again for being here and I hope that you have some shifts in your mindset away from scarcity and towards this idea of abundance. I want to ask you, who in your life needs to hear this story today? Go ahead and share it with them. And if you love this show, leave me a rating and a review on iTunes. Head over to orchidstory.com if you want more from Orchid Story. And remember, your story is your strength.